I have a secret. Don't laugh. I don't like that. I hate right. that. Well, that makes sense. Oh, fuck, dude. I can tell how wet you are. Fucking, you're hustling. Please don't steal my stuff. See things, see your psychic. Are, are you fucking, are you walking in here with fucking wet cancer parts on your head? I was just gonna say, I think it's not south, but uh, in the middle center thing. <laughs> So you might only stings as a family called vacations. Literally, white people is crazy. <laughs> That's exactly. There's no other thought that could be going through her head but that. Fifty something. Sure. White woman who definitely is going to get hand job. That's how I gave up fast food. I ate Taco Bell two nights in a row. That's really good audio. Realizes that was hysterical. People love heavy calls in the mics. Have a good day, whore. I literally give the, the, the bus driver like twenty dollars. I'm like, here's twenty dollars for my white guilt. Anyway, break it down. No, I'm honestly curious. Break that down. That makes sense. Not dance. Explain. <laughs> <laughs>Welcome, boys and girls, to episode 66 of After Dinnermans. Nolan here. Hey, Jay's over here. Actually, wait, can, can you hear me? I, I think I fucked my mic up right before the show started. You sound great. Do I? Do I? Okay. Because yeah, I like... spent all this time positioning myself, and then right before it started, I realized I had to like take some clothes off. Well, <laughs> just a layer or two, you know. No, you're spot on, and actually your, uh, your volume meter is better than it normally is. Well, so, it sounds good in here tonight for some reason. Uh, it, watch me be delusional, and it sounds terrible when we fucking no, it's me publish the episode. It's just me. But like, it sounds clear. Everything sounds crisp. I don't know. There's not like any. I don't know what the difference is. It's the same fucking room. It's the same setup as always. Well, the air conditioner's not on anymore. That's right? true, but we don't always have it on. I mean, as as for the last. Um, as far back as I can remember now, Last it's been months, summertime almost. Uh, yeah, it's it's been on for a while. Dude, that temperature change was like instant. It wasn't. It didn't like gradually get colder. It was like eighty. It was eighty. It was eighty. It was forty. Yeah, yeah. Like one day I'm standing out there in shorts and a t-shirt, and uh, it's like you know eight in the morning. The sun's up. The next day I have like a, a skull cap. I have three or four like hoodies on. I'm buried in like pants. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I which I don't mind. I like it when it's this cold. I prefer it like I prefer it like thirty to fifty degrees. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. I I ride my bike to the gym, like the rain or or shine or whatever. Um, it's it gets the the cold like cuts through you at a certain temperature. Like when it gets windy yeah. enough, like thirty to forty degrees is the is the. I kind of like that feeling though. Yeah, I mean, it gets it gets the blood flowing through you really like quickly. The, it wakes the you edge, up. the edge of like it being too cold is exactly where I like it. What's the edge of? Where's the edge of that? I don't, like, I, I don't, I don't know, like temperature wise, but like how you say the cold like cuts through you, like you know how like it gets cold and you're just like, wow, I fucking literally feel this cold in my bones. Yeah, I think it's like forty four degrees for me. When when it's like <laughs> just. The beginning of that feeling, you know, when it's just like I kind of feel the cold in my bones. Yeah, right before it chills is like your, your bones. Perfect for me. I just I love it like that. No, I I love. I miss the summer, man. I miss the summer. I very specifically remember this one day, like two years ago now, where uh, I was in Boston for work, and I woke up and it was seven degrees out, but there was absolutely no wind, and I was outside in a t-shirt, and everybody was like. Looking at me like I was fucking nuts, but it's like the most comfortable I'd ever been because it was just like, it was so calm. There was no, like no wind, no breeze, no anything. And like when it's like that, you really can't tell how cold it is. It's just, it's just calm. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Have you ever, uh, uh, well, actually when I was, what is it, two years ago now, I was living out in the desert during the winter and, uh, or during the summer too, I guess, but. So the, the warm weather comes around, like the weather breaks and like these people are, they don't understand like, uh, what 60, how to deal with like 60 or 70 degrees, like right. the cool, the, the chill, the temperature drop. So like the 70 degree, 75 degrees comes around and these people are in like, like jeans, long sleeves, like, you know, uh, winter hats on almost like it's, it's crazy, man. Florida is the same way. Yeah. They just don't understand how to deal with the, the change. Like there, like we, there's a lot of people that we know that moved down to that area. And now that they're there, you know, like 60 is freezing for them and they're wearing like winter coats. It's, it's weird. Um, I'm moving in, like I'm moving myself in a, a little bit, a little bit further South, at least in about a week or so. 
That's definitely not further enough south to... To uh, <laughs> consider south. It's like 20 minutes. It's about 30 miles, sir. It's about 30 miles. Don't you worry about how far like away if, it is. If you can get there in 20 minutes, it's not really like a different temperate climate. Yeah. I guess I guess uh, I'll get the weather like a half hour before you guys do now. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, maybe, depending on which way it goes. Yeah. It's going to be one way or the other. It's not that bad, though. So... You had a story about um, the mayor of your current town before <laughs> yeah. you moved back to beautiful Philadelphia. Yeah, the the, the picture said it all. The, um, so okay, so our mayor uh, at the same time that all these these uh the they actually they found the guy or they they believe they found the guy who were sending out the pipe bombs. Did you hear this today? No. So the, did you know about the guy sending the, the pipe bombs? Yeah, going to, like, I try not to read the news as much as possible. Going to like. Prominent this one was unavoidable, yeah. Yeah, going to like um like semi-prominent politicians or yeah. like liberal democratic characters. So the same day that uh that they they catch somebody for sending these like dozen bombs in the mail, somebody sent the the mail of the mayor of our little township, my little township, Hamilton, a bag of dicks. Like a bag of dicks, like the Louis C.K. You know, right. like, yeah, yeah, a bag of dicks. The gummy candy. Well, yeah, sure, they're gummy candies, but so the with an accompanying note that said eat eat of this bag of dicks or eat a bag of dicks or whatever, which I think is fucking amazing. And, uh, so uh, it, it was in the newspaper today and they, they posted it with a picture of her, like holding her hands, like really big in the air, you know, like showing like a really, I mean, I just, all I see is her holding a really big dick because like all I can think about is making, dicks at this point. Making the so big sign with her hands. Yeah. Making the so yeah. big sign. Like <laughs> she might as well have her mouth wide open and be drooling, like come out of it. That's fucking awesome. But, uh, but yeah, so so she like she tried to she tried to play like play it off I guess she laughed it off but uh, it's it's dealing with the I went to the police now like she an, laughed it off she said it's like she's I think it's just a gag but uh, even though she believes it's a gag somebody in her in her uh, entourage I guess turned it over to the police and now the police are investigating this candy bag of dicks is this like I I wonder about this and I never really thought about it till today I mean I've seen like the advertisements of bunch of times like first sending someone with bag of dicks but is that sexual harassment that's a good like it's like i got i almost i thought about so we had you you brought this up and then i literally went downstairs to let my dog out to shit and as i'm standing there i was like wonder if that like you send that to the wrong person and now the company who you know, the bag of dicks company, whatever they're called, are they now culpable for sexual harassment if that person pursues it in that manner? So they they're I'm not I'm not sure, honestly, but they um they got in touch with or they the company who sent this already, like the, the entities that sent this uh spoke out, like came out and said, This was us, like this is what you know, we did this. It was a group of it was a group of uh disabled or retired veterans, like American army veterans, I guess, military right, veterans. Right. Who owned up to it and like they own a, we- a humor website that sends people joke gifts like uh, a box of glitter. So when you open it, the glitter explodes all over your face and shit. Right, which yeah. I think it's fucking genius, by the way. And for twenty two ninety five or whatever it is, I'm gonna have somebody's getting a fucking box of glitter for Christmas. Nice. But uh, yeah, they just sell like shit like that. So they they took ownership to it right away. And their right. own, their own state their the only statement they made was that uh that they would be, I mean, they'd force somebody to to pursue them in court to to let anything, like, you know, if anything, if they wanted to, like, release the information or whoever, anything more had to happen, it would have to go through the proper legal but proceedings. But that was the people who took responsibility, or that was the actual, like, bag of dicks candy company? I think they're one and the same, yeah. I guess the, the I guess they, they I believe they produce their... No, I don't think the veterans... Make the bag of dicks candy? Unless they do. They send the... Yeah, they send the joke gifts. They send that shit in the mail, yeah. Huh. They're called uh, dysfunctional veterans or something like that. Okay. I I didn't didn't know that. I haven't Googled it. So, okay. But somebody else has to order that and send it to the... Yeah. ...recipient, right? They they said they wouldn't give up their clients, the customer's name, unless they had a court order to. Right. Whoever sent the bag of dicks remains anonymous. And these dysfunctional veterans or whatever are claiming responsibility for it. And the police are still involved because, you know. Right. They, they, they don't know who. They want to know who, who's done it or whatever. I don't know what kind of charges are. I, I wonder, like, where that can go just based on, like, the political climate we're in where... I didn't even think about sexual harassment, honestly. Like, things can be... Things like that have a propensity to be taken way more seriously than they have to. Yeah. You know, not to... Uh, not to fucking 
discredit people who've had bad shit happen to them or who are sensitive to things. But like people do have a tendency to take something minor and make something gigantic out of it, especially when they're feeling particularly, um, what's the word I want to use? Victim-y, yeah. <laughs> yes, like, yeah, yeah. like it would be something that would be really easy to, I don't know. I, I don't I'm just, you know, just a thought because, you know, just shit like that happens all the time. Like the bag of dicks, you mean? No, like, like there was that guy, um, why can't I remember his fucking name? He was like an NPR host and he put his hand on somebody's back and then she like wrote a story about it and he got fired. And it was like an eighty-year-old NPR host or something, and it was just like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, it's not refreshing my memory. This guy was just like literally like, you know, you like put your hand on somebody's back during the course conversation and then remove it and walk away, yeah, yeah. like, like it was like one of those, and they he wound up getting fired for like sexual misconduct because he put his hand on like, like a friendly embrace, or upper, something. yeah, like his hand on somebody's upper back during conversation as he like leaned over their desk or whatever, and. uh I don't know, just like, you know, there's fucking, there's Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. But then there's that. And that's not the same thing. And like, I wonder where the bag of dicks falls on that spectrum. It's a good question. I mean, if she wanted to press charges, I'm sure she probably could, right? I mean, like, like, you know, it seems like there'd be some kind of You know how we discussed the rape scale? Yeah. Like, there's also got to be like a harassment spectrum. (laughs) And, like, where does the bag of dicks fall on the harassment spectrum? Is, like, is that totally in the eye of the beholder? The the eye beholding the dick? Well, I think the message <laughs> that came with it that said, clearly, eat a bag of dicks, probably pushes it a little further over the, the edge. Like, if it was just a, ba- a candy bag of dicks, it's one thing. But I think the fact that it says, eat a bag of dicks, or the message... Like, but isn't that the message that always gets sent out? Like... I guess so, but I mean, like uh, the the it seems like a one two punch almost. Like it seems like like it could get. I would I would see like one like being able to slide or like one you or the other. You can't do that joke the other way, right? You can't like send a bag of pussies out and be like eat a bag, eat of, a pussies. bag of pussies. No, because there is no like yeah. <laughs> there is no uh, gender equivalent version of that. I don't I, I don't think no. There's not. Eat a bag of dicks. No, <laughs> I can't I can't see it. There's a bloody tampons, I guess, right? Eat a bloody tampon. That would be. That's about the closest gross. I could think. I of. I guess you could make that a candy uh, too. It would be like a candy cigarette. Yeah, the red, the fire, the lit part. Yeah, it would be the lit part. You would just make like the candy cigarette a little thicker and shorter, and you know, make the red part a little. Do you have Do you have your Halloween candy ready for the year yet? But no, but now I'm thinking about it. That <laughs> so would be. That would I'm be giving out bloody tampons. That would be a hell of a candy. Like it would, you would make it the same exact way as a candy cigarette, except you would put yeah. a string in the middle. And yeah, nobody wants just to smoke like candy cigarettes. Nobody make, wants to promote cigarettes. Yeah, anymore. you make the bottom part red, so you're promoting like equality and sexual freedom when you give out what, candy. What are you promoting tampons. when you give out bloody tampons? What are you promoting? You're promoting uh, equality. Equality. Is that equality? I mean, it's it's like uh, it's almost like you're pointing out their deficiency, like why they're the, the <laughs> why they're the inferior. Well, I don't, I don't want to go there, but like, why they, <laughs> why, why they? I'm glad Anastasia's not here for this one. Why they are um, <laughs> why a lesser? Inferior. Why they're a lesser? The uh, dude, you really turned I'm just, a corner. I'm backing myself. I'm backing wrote, myself into a corner. Dude, here. you wrote yourself one paycheck, and now <laughs> you fucking now you're a capitalist, and women are the inferior sex. I actually, I, I, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> you just like. I put an end to that. I put an end to that, by the way. You were driving down the street and you you just, you were like, taxes, and fucking turned a hard right. And now you hate women. What the fuck happened? I don't know, man. It's uh, Sometimes I don't believe when things are coming out of my mouth. I, I like... I find my I spend a lot of time like I spend a lot of time isolated recently. I spent a lot of time isolated recently. So I've had tampons. like I've had all this time to like uh, gesticulate all these thoughts, I guess. I don't know. To what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Did just, you say testiculate? Gesticulate. I'm just throwing words Did out you there. Just mansplain to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing words out there now. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm not even sure that I know what that means, gesticulate. I think I do. 
I've, I don't think I've ever heard that word before. I have a dictionary on my phone. I should probably... That's uh, all the way over there. Yeah, I, I find it offensive that they call it a dictionary. A dictionary. Why don't they call it a pushy shenary? Vag... Yeah. Vagina. 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 That sounds like a bird who lives in a vagina. Vaginary. But anyway, back to candy tampons. I really think really think this is like a viable candy. Like you would package it. You would almost dude, it's like the recipe already exists. Who's who's your who's your target like demographic here? Uh, are you going for kids or are you going for like hipsters? I can see the hipsters. I feel like it's something you sell at Spencer's. Yeah, bloody tampon. You know, you don't really have a target demographic. It's just like something people buy occasionally when they're being an asshole. You have to add the you have to add the string to the candy cigarette, the little string at the end. But it's the same recipe. You use the same thing. You're just making it a different shape. It's like a candy necklace. Like take the string out of the candy necklace and just run it into right. You have a candy necklace string running out the bottom. Yeah. You know, you make the same part red that would be on a cigarette, and boom, candy tampons. Hmm. But is that sexist? I thought we were gonna say is it sexy? Uh, it's not sexy. I don't. Is it sexist? But is it sexist? And if if so, are candy dicks sexist? No, I mean, is, is it sexy? I don't think it is. I mean, by definition, it would be right. Maybe not because sexist would imply that one gender believes it's in, in superior to the other based on candy. So I guess not. Yeah, those but, words that you were trying to put into my mouth earlier, they may have like made it sound one way or the other, but <laughs> in reality though, it's like is it derogatory? It's probably it's not flattering. It's not flattering. It's, it's, Shit, I mean, <laughs> it's 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 very real life though. It's not like, you know. It's one of those things though that's like always like really because like you know, there's like bachelorette parties and like they drink out of like Dick straws and they have like fake dicks. Yeah, everywhere the candy dicks and, and, and the dick, dick hats, hats and, and all that stuff. Like, Everything you know, is dicks. Yeah. If you did that at a male bachelor party or you know whatever, passed out flashlights. Yeah, it would just be like it would be so. If I if I went to a bachelor party where I received a flashlight, I would I would leave. Be, if anybody if anybody actually gifted me a flashlight, I would fucking throw it right in the garbage. Yeah, I would have to get that fresh from the manufacturer before I put my dick into that thing. You right from if the it was box, like vacuum sealed. I don't know how they come. I want to. I mean, I've 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 only purchased one in my life before, but it came out of the box. It came mm. fresh from the box. Was it vacuum sealed? There was a. There was. It wasn't vacuum sealed, but there was a, a very uh, like there was a form fitting layer of plastic sheet around it. Okay. Yeah, there was like a, a cellophane hybrid cellophane plastic sheet kind of. I feel like that's just like a giant screaming example of this weird double standard, though, right? Where there's like. You know, just, I mean, I, a couple of weeks ago, I had a friend who went to a <coughs> bachelorette party and she was like Instagramming it up and they were all like holding up like cardboard dicks. And like, I just feel like if there was, a, <laughs> I feel like, and, and I don't care, like I'm not offended. We went to a, a party and it's, we're hanging up pictures of like fucking vagina. Yeah, everywhere. like it's, it doesn't bother me. I don't fucking care. Just roast beef. Legs. But I'm irritated by like the just complete lack of. Like, there's no parody there. Like, there's no parallel. Like, if, yeah. if there was, like, like if I posted a picture of, like, me, you, and fucking, you know, the rest of this show minus Anastasia holding up, like, cardboard tits and fake vaginas and, you know, like... It would be like uh, the radio in the early yeah, 2000s. Yeah, like, if we were drinking, you know, if we were drinking... Anthony show. If we were drinking, drinking milk out of, like, fake tits, like... I'd have my Instagram account taken away. Like, there's yeah. no fucking... You probably would today, There's yeah. no doubt about it. Like, why is this standard? So, and, like, again, like, just to be really, really clear, like, I don't give a fuck. Hold up all the fake dicks you want. But, like, why is the standard okay on one side and not the other? It just It's so fucking irritating. So I, I know this may sound like... Uh, it may sound like common sense or, lo- like, logical, right? But... It goes both. I mean, there's, there's, uh, there are women out there who couldn't give a fuck less about that. Who couldn't like it doesn't affect. It doesn't don't. They wouldn't see it that way. Sure. Wouldn't take offense to it. Sure. Wouldn't be bothered by it in the slightest. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't even think twice about it. No. And there's right. certainly people that like. Uh, I guess. So what I'm going to say, I guess what I'm going to say next is just truth. But like college educated women, women, college educated women, sure, more intelligent women, sure, would take offense to that. Would like more intelligent people would take offense to it. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I, I feel like the, so like the, 
the white women that voted for Trump, let's just let's let's put them in the in the category that probably wouldn't be offended by that shit because they don't care. Like the guy t- walks around talking about like grabbing pussies. Sure, or whatever. yeah, you're probably right about that. And yeah. then there's the there's the uh, white women, like the fifty or whatever percent that that uh, wouldn't or didn't vote for the guy. Right. That uh, that are like offended by all that shit. That went to like march in the rallies. It, I mean, it, it's just like a it's a very strict line that like a, a division uh, of women that's out there. It's like black and white almost. Right. And it's it's uh it's I almost never realized that there exists like the whole the juxtaposition like the level of people that aren't that aren't offended I guess because most of the people I I'm around are, I don't know I don't want to keep I'm gonna sound like no, just a dickhead well so I mean I guess I don't like I don't I don't really like associate I don't hang out with a lot of people that like uh, are not under undereducated are not undereducated yeah because you know. I put my pinky in there and I'm a big, I'm a big sure. guy. Yeah, a, yeah. yeah, sure. Only the smart people. So, um, yeah, I just like, there are, there's people that just don't give a fuck still. And it's like half the country, man. We're like, we live in like a world that's like, it's pretty like fucking grandly divided. But what's like, what's healthier? Is it healthier to not give a fuck or is it healthier to like be hypersensitive to everything? Ne- I think neither, man. Like there had, there's the problem is like, we've, we're, getting away from like the ability to like reach a medium. Like we're, we're becoming so far apart, like every, in so many ways, like yeah. as a people, we're getting like so far, so far and far and far and further and further apart that like there, there is no middle ground anymore, but the middle ground is where I think is like the right, it's, you know, the right spot, I guess. Yeah, no, I agree. Like being able to be offended at the right shit and being able to like let slide the, the appropriate shit as well. I think you, you have the right to be offended by anything. And that's like, that's fucking, Freedom of speech equals freedom of to be offended, but like, like that's that's part of it. Is it like? But am I, am I wrong? Like people really didn't give a fuck about, or at least like the general population didn't give a fuck about people being offended until like recently, right? Like they didn't really care that if you uh, were if you were offended that like somebody was smoking on the plane, go fuck yourself, sit in the back of the plane. Like if you were offended by somebody saying like, yeah, I mean, in this recently in the scheme of things, as far as like you know. It wasn't two hundred years ago. No, no, like very recently. I mean, like the Me Too, the the like the uh, LGBTQ rights and stuff like that. I mean, like we become a much more like yeah, we become a much more culturally diverse and uh, aware. I mean, like people or nation or whatever. You know, it's it's weird to me because I feel like th- I feel like there's a lot of speaking out for things that. I don't know, that I feel like already exist. You know, like, does that make sense? Like, I just feel like there's a lot of, like, I feel like there's a lot of anger towards problems that aren't fucking necessarily problems. And if people would stop, if people would stop focusing on problems that might not be real, they'd actually be able to focus on bettering their situation. Huh. I'm tiptoeing around it because it's like it's difficult to yeah, say. Yeah. Like I'm trying, very intentionally trying to like word this in a non-inflammatory way. But there's like there's just there's a lot of you know quote unquote issues out there that aren't actually issues that are just like things that are drummed up and accept like trumped up bullshit that's accepted as fact. Because it's just been repeated so many times that people like, you know, accept it as fact, but it's not reality. And if those things like if if we didn't if groups of people, you know, and I don't mean that blanket, like if people who like just like take up arms and get fucking wrapped up in like certain causes would take the time to realize that some of the things that they're really angry about and fighting for, you know, some of the things that they're fighting for are already achieved. And some of the things that they're pissed about are actually not real problems. And if they would take that same energy and focus on things that need to be fixed, we'd probably be further along. Like, I, I just feel like there's a lot, maybe not a lot, but there's, it's almost the loudest issues. The loudest issues are ones that I feel like we're pushing regression when we keep banging down the door because we're making people like hyper vigilant and hypersensitive where they might not necessarily need to be. What's like an example, like racism or something? Um, that's a fucking tough one. In to, to an extent, that's an example to the extent that like, 
you know, I, I, first of all, I 100% fucking think racism exists. Like, oh, I'm sure. not going to be like, you know, racism isn't a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, you'd be a fucking idiot to, to um, say otherwise. I do think that, you know, like, the, you know, there's, uh, for example, there was like this kid in Chicago, Laquan McDonald, who maybe like two years ago, a year ago, two years ago, um, was approached by a cop and was shot 16 times. A cop unloaded a full clip into him, continued shooting him after he was on the ground. He was like 20 yards away or something like that, mm. um, like in an amount of distance that it would have been possible, but improbable for him to cross and attack the officer. And he was also on the other side of a fence. Um, is that... You know, I'm not a cop, right? Like, I wasn't in that situation. I don't know if I would have feared for my life with some kid who, who you know, he was 16, but he was also, like, 6'5 and 250 pounds. Mm. You know, if that person is, like, carrying a knife and potentially and walking in my direction, am I fearing for my life and doing what I think's right and that happens to be shooting him at the moment? I don't know. I wasn't there. But it's hard to look at some of what happened in like that case and the description of what happened. I even listened to the trial cause it was broadcasted. Yeah. You told me, you told me some like it's hard to listen to that and not think that race played an issue. I think, you know, it did, you know, would that guy have reacted the same way to a, a fucking white guy doing the same thing? I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, however, you know, I think there's, like those, th- you everybody knows the extreme examples, right? Everybody knows the uh, the uh, who, I, and I'm forgetting his name. The guy who got like <coughs> choked out in New York for selling loose cigarettes, and he wound up dying. Oh, the big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I know, I know what you're talking about. You know, everybody knows the <coughs> the big like marquee cases, but. I feel like like all of the common scenarios, they don't exist as much anymore. You know, like... What do you mean the common scenarios? I've been in a position to hire people for a long time. I've never, ever, ever fucking looked at an application and been like, oh, this person (laughs) sounds black. I need more white people. I'm not calling him. Like, I've just... I've I've done that exactly zero times. Yeah. Um, You might be... You might be... I mean, like, uh, hitting on something to there. And, I, and I'd venture to say that most people who I know in the same or similar positions think and feel the same way. You know, I don't believe that in, in most... And again, like, it's hard because I can't speak very much beyond my own perspective, right? Like, mm. I, all I have to go by is what I know. I've never... I've never not hired a qualified woman in place of a less qualified man, ever. Yeah. Um, I've hired the most qualified person. I've never not hired somebody on basis of race. I've always hired the most qualified person. And often I've hired the the black guy, the Spanish guy, the the woman over whatever the other candidate was because I felt they were a better fit for the job. Mm. Um I think most people think that way. I've never seen I've never ever in my life seen someone make less because they're a woman. In fact, more often I've seen people make more. Um, well, have you, okay. So uh, I guess I want to play devil's advocate to, to this. Do you, uh, are you familiar with the, like being black in public? Uh, I don't want to say movement cause it's just not a movement. The, the, the concept, the concept of being yeah, black in public, sure. like the, like per, uh, permit Patty or golf cart Gale, like the people yeah. that like are calling the cops on black people for just for being black. Yes. Like the golf cart Gale was the guys were in front of me golfing on the golf course <laughs> And they they weren't golfing fast enough, and yes. she she spoke with them, and so there she goes calling the fucking cops. Yeah, or um, just any any scenarios like the girl selling, uh, yeah, selling the fucking cookies or some shit yeah. on the streets. And like, I I think those are. <sighs> it's I mean it's 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 kind of comical. Look, almost, there's right? fucking I'm racist like, assholes out there. Yeah. Notice in all of those scenarios, they're women, by the way, and they all have clever names attached. The internet's great. It's that's <laughs> great in a way. It's. They're all they're all like uh, obese women. There's fucking racist assholes out there, but I I look at somebody like Permit Patty, and 
I'm just like, oh, this is a miserable fucking person. Oh, yeah. Like, they're going to be this way regardless of the race of the person in front of them, I feel like. I just, maybe I'm wrong. But, you know, in my personal experience, miserable people are miserable people. And they're not judging based on, like, the basis of, you know, identity groups. They're they're judging based on the fact that they just want to be fucking catered to. Sure. I think the thing that we need to fucking realize as a as a uh, a world or society where at least all the crazy people need to realize is that cell phones fucking are everywhere and people record yes. everything. The moment that shit starts going awry, yeah. people bust it out and are filming it. Like yeah. nothing gets by in this world anymore without hitting fucking YouTube. Like every every fucking like thirty seconds, there's like forty seconds of fucking YouTube footage being filmed by for every fucking person. Yeah, it's just insane. Like the amount of content that it's just it's. It's so fucking, it's tough, man, because like, I just, look, I've met fucking racist people. Yeah. It, it puts me off, like legitimately racist people. Yeah. Not like, and, and that's why I get, that's why I get so fucking pissed and so defensive when like somebody makes like a, a racial joke or a sexist joke or whatever. And then somebody gets up in arms and they're like, that's sexist. That's racist. That's inflammatory. Dude. It's all jokes are inflammatory. That's why you fucking make them because there's something in there that's inappropriate and or exaggerated. Mm. And that combination of things is what makes it funny. Like, dude, I say, I say inappropriate shit very often. Because it's and because I think it's funny, and I don't think it's funny because I'm putting somebody down. I think it's funny because it's not fucking true. It's exaggerated. It's like I the the funny part is that you know I don't really believe that because like why would you fucking say something like like that's what makes it funny. It's absurd. Yeah. Why would you say some shit like that? Um. But when people get really fucking up in arms about it, I that's when I like draw this line and I get defensive and I get, I get, I get aggravated by it because I'm just like, you, you know, you know, it's not real. Like you're just, you're searching for a reason to be aggravated and, and, and to be offended. And it's like, if you didn't do that, if you invested that energy into addressing real problems how much different would your life be how much better would your life be how much better would the world be and like if you focus that energy if you focus that i'm gonna audience forgive me i've been listening to a lot of fucking (laughs) psychological banter lately but you know it's uh it's good for the brain sometimes if you focus a lot of the energy that you focus outwards on that on like solving problems for groups of people, you know, especially problems that may or may not fucking exist. Yeah. Problems that may not impact you. If you take that because you can't you can't change the world. You, you can't. You you can There's some people up uh, very Few select people get like Bill Gates could change the world. That dude can change the world. Elon Musk what, he could change the in world. In what way though? Elon Musk is gonna reach is gonna reshape uh, how we transport ourselves either through the sky or through the ground. Hopefully, I mean but one way or another. He's, he's is that gonna fucking shit. is that gonna lead us to world peace? Is that gonna lead us to like you know a a betterment no, of can, civilization can, where people can, no longer despise each other? Like no, not at all. But but like one person can make a serious impact though. Sure, but as as far as as far as making the impact in like in the sense of like a a, a cultural impact rather than like a societal impact. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't 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 get me wrong. Most people don't make I, any impact. Like the way to make that impact is to impact yourself, and to and it, it, this is going to sound so fucking cheesy and so fucking corny, but here it goes. It's like, it's like, be the, you know, that. But let your self-righteousness out, man. I want to say it. Let your self-righteous flag fly. Be be the change you want to (laughs) see. Fucking be the fucking example. That's that's some Gandhi shit right there. Be the person who can demonstrate. Because look, I could sit here and fucking say all day long, like, 
don't be offended by my jokes. And it's not going to stop somebody from being offended by him. Conversely, I could turn around and be like, stop being an asshole to people. And most people who are genuinely an asshole are going to be like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like that makes no impact. But if I can conduct myself in a way where someone else can maybe take something away from that, that makes fucking change. And when, when lots of people make changes, that's what makes changes on when everybody's focused on being like a a legitimate and genuine, but genuinely better version of themselves. Then that's where massive change happens. It's not like, you know, I, I really feel like, like, for the most part, racism disappears in two generations. Yeah, it's, it's certainly, like, on its way out as we become, like, they, people become more blended, you know? Yeah. In general. And like, it just breaks down, like, it, it dies with certain generations. Yes. And it's, actually, it's really close to being, I mean, that generation is really close to being It's really close out. to being there. Yeah. Um. You know, does that not mean that there's not going to be some racist asshole in fucking sure there will 50 be. years? Of course but there will much, be. Significantly less, though. But it's going to be like, they're going to be, and, and honestly, I think for the most part, they're still the outlier. They're still in the extremity. Mm. There's a reality that having prejudices is a, is a, uh, evolutionary survival trait. I mean, that is, that is the rea- that is reality. Um, that people homogeneously grouped themselves and then looked at people who were not homogeneously grouped and were averse to them and not because like their skin color is different or their hair texture is different or anything like that. But those people came from a different land and carried different diseases that they didn't have antibodies to. So biologically, you know, they were like, let's stay away from these people. They look different because biologically they were aversing themselves from getting the diseases that those people were carriers of that they didn't have antibodies for. Like there is a genetic biological basis for, you know, not racism so much, but appearance-based prejudices. Um, But a thinking person realizes that like, it's stupid to judge somebody based on that. Like I had a conversation with my five-year-old yesterday. Okay. Day before. I don't know where she said something about like, um, someone else's skin being a different color. And I was like, yeah. And I don't remember how it exactly came up. And she was like, well, why? And I was like, you know, I don't really know. It's something about like pigment and this and that. I was like, but it's not a big deal. It was on a TV show. She was like, why is your skin color different? And I was like, yeah, I don't, I was like, that's just, you know, some people look different. And I was like, you know, some people don't like people who look different. I was like, do you think it's weird? And she goes, no, I just don't know why. I was like, some people don't like people who look different. And she was like, why? Like, she couldn't wrap her head around it. Mm. She was like, I don't, like, why? And it's it's weird because in, like, culturally, it's taught. You have to teach people to be racist. Like that is one thing that I agree with. You do actually have, that is a learned behavior. Oh, you have to, oh yeah. You don't just, you're not born with, yeah, you're not born it. Um, you You learn by maybe, but you're, you're definitely, no, it's your, it's your fucking environment. You are born to be averse to people who look drastically different than the group you're normally surrounded with. Like that is a thing. You're also not born a homophobe. You like, you acquire that. I think you don't, you're not just born like a fucking full of hate to, right. To your fellow mankind or whatever. You know, but if you are, look, if you're from fucking Norway and you've never seen a fucking black person and all of a sudden there's a black person walking through the crowd, you're like, Whoa, and you back off the same way that like if you're from an you know an upper class area and you see some kid who may also be white with fucking liberty spikes and you know bright red hair and fucking metal spikes in their jacket and you're yeah. like whoa what the fuck and then you back off just like when somebody's really different you're like i don't know what trouble they're bringing so you averse to them and it's not necessarily like judging as much as aversion based on like i don't know what's going to happen um and I was explaining it to my daughter, and she was like, she like, she, she was like, why? 
get, like couldn't wrap her head around it. And I was like, yeah, I don't know why. I was like, it's kind of silly. And then, like, I flipped her arm over. I was like, look at your skin on your forearm. And she was like, okay. And then I flipped her arm over. I was like, is it the same color on the bottom? And she goes, no. I was like, right. So you don't even have the same color skin on your arm from like one side of your arm to the other. So why would you not like somebody who has different color skin? And she's like, I wouldn't not like somebody. And I was like, right, exactly. Fucking racism lesson fucking taught. Um, How did we fucking get here? I don't know. I don't know. I actually, I I was thinking about like, so on, on the note of like racism lesson being taught, the one of the like main reasons I think like it's going to go away. Like when we were, we were kids, right? Like when we were like, I don't know, five, 10 years old, on TV, they the shows were even segregated. Like the black and white people didn't interact with each other. Like there were yeah. shows with African Americans, like Martin. There was not a fucking white character on Martin, not anywhere to be seen. No, man. there was no there was no black people on like uh, Full House or anything. Not a single fucking black person ever was on Full House. Like yeah. no black people existed in San Francisco in the eighties. So like now, dude, the fact that Jim Carrey was on a Living Color was like, that, that what was a, the that fuck's was, going on? That was like, that was, uh, I don't want to say it was off putting, but that was like jarring almost. Like it was, it was, it was like a jarring thing because yeah. I would watch Martin. Like I, I liked Martin, right? Like you know, I would watch like the probably wouldn't really watch Full House, a, but a like, different world, a different world. I would yeah, watch sure. a different world. But like they were, they were, they were very marketed in their in their like creation of their shows. Like they specifically had. Uh, like one black shows and white shows. Yeah, black shows and white shows. Yeah. That's it. There were no, and so now like there were no Asian shows. There were no Indian shows. Yeah, there all were those no exist Hispanic now. Shows. All like, those things have. They were all they, like lead there characters. Was none of them. Yeah, like there wasn't. There were black shows and white shows, and that was it. So, so there's a show I was watching TV with my like nine year old nephew, and there's a show that um, it's basically like that the Nickelodeon show Salute Your Shorts. Um, it's like that, but like modern day. Where not one character on the show is uh, is the same um, race, gender, sexual orientation, whatever yeah, it is. It's like, like Captain Planet. It's like Captain Planet. <laughs> yeah. There's, so there's like 15 kids on the show, like at the right. camp, and every single person. There's a black Magic kid, a white bus. kid. Yeah. There's a, a white girl and a black uh, black girl. There's a black kid and you know like a Chinese kid. There's a right. tall kid, a fat kid, a skinny kid, a nerdy kid. Right. Like a kid that plays in band. Like they cover every single base, so nobody yeah. feels left out. Which, which realized, I realized, like, never happened before. Like, it was just very, uh, it was just very, it was, I don't know, it's kind of weird to say. See, like, there's, there's a difference, though, right? Like, it's weird to have, like, a character. It's, it's weird when every single character is very, is with intent from a completely different, like, biological or demographic group. Yeah. Because it's like, it, it. It feels forced. Like when Smokey walked in on Friday, Smokey, the skateboarding white kid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was kind of. He was kind of like. He looked out of place. Yeah. He didn't fit in completely. I I don't know, man. But I mean, like at the same time, it helped me to relate to Friday a little bit more because f- I was a stoner white kid. Do you feel like having, you know, Full House and then Family Matters, right? Yeah. Like, do you feel like that? helped racism by having like people of different groups be like, well, that's how people of that ethnicity live. Or do you think it hurt it by perpetuating like stereotypes about, because they were all pretty stereotypical characters in a lot of ways. Like if, if that were the case, right. If that was, if either one of those were like the, the, uh, cheerleader, the, the, the microphone for like that movement, like the, the white people, the white family or the, the black family or whatever. Yeah. The white people got the shit into the stick on that because they have fucking three guys and a baby. Like they have the most unorthodox family ever. Right. One of the unorthodox example of a family ever. And so like for, for the black people, I could just see them sitting there like these fucking people are assholes. Like, yeah, just through and through. I mean, like at least on family matters, they acted like traditional, like normal. They ate dinner together. They laughed, they joked, they were supportive of each other. Like, I don't remember. They hated the fucking, uh, they hated her. But like right, they hated the neighbor. Yeah, outside of that, like they were pretty standard, like family, like a normal. The kid played football. The right, the girl was like a, excelled at school and stuff. Like right, they were like the shining example of like what a family should be. Yeah, whereas Full House was like a fucked up like Joey That's and his true. friends and That's like a bit, I, you're, Uncle Jesse you're right. Was like, and I feel like all all of the uh, the black shows that I remember growing up were sort of like that. They were like pretty pretty standard in like their interactions where all the white shows were like, you know, it was 
Full House, which was like hybrid family. And then there was like Perfect Strangers. Perfect <laughs> Strangers, which was like two dudes who, you know, <laughs> two heterosexual dudes. Yeah. They, I mean, fucking <coughs> Bert and a Greek Ernie fucking living downstairs from the, their girlfriends live together upstairs. Oh, dude. Like, how fucking weird is that? The, 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 one of the main writers of Bert and Ernie just this week came out and said that he always thought, I know this is getting off topic. Yeah, yeah. He always thought that in his mind, when he was writing for the characters of Bert and Ernie, that they were homosexual. And then, then, yeah, yeah. And then like Sesame Street came out and they're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't speak for us. Yeah. <laughs> he said they are Sesame Street. Their quote was like, at the end of the day, they're just puppets. Yeah. Yeah. I thought D- that was dude, fucking hysterical. Think anyway, of, sorry. Think of the white shows that were on when we were like, that age there was full house was like about essentially a fucked up family yeah um step by step step by step was oh, essentially man. like Suzanne a modern a modern brady bunch it was like two families with a bunch of kids that married together and then the cousin lived in the van in the driveway i may have like i may have masturbated to that show before like suzanne summers <laughs> that might be the first time i like jerked off to like watching anything just looking at suzanne summers that's perfect it. strangers that's which it. we just described yeah there was uh just the ten of us. Do you remember that? Barely, barely. Just it was like this college basketball coach, and he had fucking nine kids. It, it was just like some crazy. Like it was all they were all fucking weirdo families. Like all the white shows were like totally fucking weirdo families. Oh, yeah. There was a there were the one was a the girl was a robot, and they put her in the fucking closet all the time. Yes, Vicky the robot. Yeah, they like. They put Small their daughter. Wonder. Yeah, they locked her in a fucking closet every night. Small <laughs> wonder. Stupid shit. And then, but then, like all the black shows were like pretty fucking normal. It was, you know, it was Family Matters, and yeah, you know, Martin was a normal show about people fucking living together, living single. Fucking, yeah, it was, was a it's a pretty normal show, show about roommates. Yeah, the Cosby, Cosby show. show was about a fucking know, family with successful parents. Yeah, like, well-to-do family. Fresh Prince was, you know, a, yeah, I another well to do family. You These know, are all well to do like family. Examples. Granted, they took in their fucking their hood rat fucking nephew. Do you know, but do you know, like, what, that, do you know what that might be? Is like a, a decades of white guilt. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. Like I was thinking think that, that as I'm saying it. Like, <laughs> is that just, fucking racism? Think, like, let's make all the white shows fucked up and let's make all the black shows like fucking wholesome. How many black writers do you think the Fresh Prince had? A fucking zero. <laughs> Carlton was the blackest guy, the or the whitest, the the whitest. Uh, maybe maybe zero. Maybe maybe they had a couple. I mean, okay, I'm a sure black, they have like a black consultant. I'm sure. I'm sure Martin had like one white writer. Yeah, and like that was it. But that was Fox. Fox was like always on the fucking cutting edge of shit like that. Yeah. Sometimes I forget how much street cred Jim Carrey should have has or should have should for being have. on for being on in Living Color. Dude, Jim Carrey's fucking underrated. I man. actually he's come back like in a big way. He's like as a rebel I like his new like rebel artist like uh, like painting, just yeah. speaking out against the government and shit. Because he's just out there. He's just doing what he wants to do yeah. now. I can appreciate that. I like he his also new, might uh, have been like so successful that it made him crazy. Like oh he, yeah, he could be that guy. Yeah, he may have like because it, it hit him really quickly too. Like yeah. he like rose to the Ace Ventura shit and all that. It just took off. Like yeah, I mean like he was doing comedy forever, but he struggled for years, and then he ate started talking color, out of his and asshole. Then it was just like boom, yeah. fucking off to the races. The moment he started talking out of his asshole, it just took off. He's so fucking so good, <laughs> so underrated. Yeah, dude, how many people fucking you know tried to tried to do what he was doing afterwards. Like, even ones who did it well didn't do it like the way he did. You mean, like, physical comedy or... Yeah, like, like, contu- like, I guess it's physical. The way he moves his body and his face Just, and stuff. like, you know, slapstick, but still brilliant. Yeah, yeah. You know, fucking Adam Sandler. I mean, Adam Sandler, like, in a lot of ways, very clearly wanted to be Jim Carrey. Have you... You haven't seen any Adam Sandler movies recently, have you? Not recently, yeah, no. Could- Last one I saw was Funny People. And that yeah, just cut it off there. Just cut it off. That made me want to kill myself. As soon as he signed on, so depressing. He hasn't made a single thing worth watching on Netflix, man. Really, even his new special? I haven't seen that. I don't have Netflix anymore. I've been wanting to look at that. I've I've, uh, begrudgingly, not begrudgingly, I disappointingly, I've sat through a lot of fucking uh, Netflix Adam Sandler movies. I couldn't even tell you why. Yeah. Couldn't even just too much free time on my hands. Yeah, I don't know. I fucking I, I hate myself every time I do. I it. mean, I love the movies I grew up with. You know, I love the Water Boy. I love yeah, fucking, yeah, uh, Happy Gilmore and shit. Yeah, yeah, those are good. 
I dude, I was I've been going on a Cheers binge recently. I've, ne- I've never I've never seen it. I mean, so I, I know good. what it is, obviously, but like so, and it holds up completely. Yeah, it hold. I mean, like some of the humor is like you know, re- like it, from a reference standpoint, it's older. Yeah, but the humor hold the humor itself holds up. I don't know if I if it, like I don't know if I would with my my rocky past with alcohol. I don't know if I'd be a big fan of like uh, watching a show about a bar. Not that it would be well. Like, the show is you know, so a trigger or anything. The main, but it would just be the main character. The reason I brought up Cheers now was because um, oh my god, Shooter McGavin, Shooter McGavin got a start on Cheers. Oh, the um, for Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah like okay. his first real appearance was on Cheers. But Cheers is a it's about a bartender who's a recovering alcoholic. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so, Ted so, so Ted Danson's oh, character, he's um. <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> if you haven't seen a forty-year-old show, I haven't. Fucking, I have Hulu. Is this on Hulu? I'm gonna have to check it out. Maybe it's definitely on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I was on Hulu. Yeah, dude. So the whole. <laughs> I feel like such an asshole fucking explaining the premise of Cheers on a fucking podcast in 2018. Go on. What the fuck? So the whole premise of Cheers. Keep it together, man. Keep it together. Just get through I can't believe this conversation is happening. The whole premise of Cheers is that Sam Malone was a uh, was like a all-star relief pitcher for the um for the Boston Red Sox. And he was like a major alcoholic. And while he was an alcoholic, he bought a bar and he threw away his baseball career because of alcoholism. And then he went into recovery and now he's recovering, but he still owns the bar. And that is the premise of the whole show. Actually, if you told me that, like if you told me that now, I would probably watch that show. Dude, it's great. Like I I feel like it's great. Yeah. It's great. I might have to check it out. And so much of the humor stands up. Um, and some of it's weird because you watch it and you're like, they couldn't fucking put this on TV right now. Like too many people would be offended. But it's it's hilarious, dude. It's yeah. a, it, like it's still really fucking funny. It it may be. I mean, it's up there. It's definitely like top five sitcoms of all time. Spoiler alert for Jesus. <laughs> Oh fuck! Well, on that note, we're about an hour in. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's now that we've ruined the the (laughs) the world today. Now that we've ruined the premise of Cheers for you. um, No, you've actually you 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 intrigued me now. We will uh, sold me on it. See you guys next time. Later. Later.